Mango Mustache Media. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of One Word Stories. I'm your host, Alex Schulte, and this is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. To support it and the other amazing shows on the network, please consider subscribing to LAS Plus. For 10 bucks a month, you're supporting local in a way that's never been done before. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. Now today, I have two very special guests in here with me. We had to do a quick turnaround because this story is so relevant and so current. So we're here on a Monday. This episode's dropping on a Wednesday. If you're hearing this the day it drops, we recorded this two days ago, okay? So because of this big thing that happened on Saturday, we had to get these guys in here right away. So uh, you might have heard them on the news. You might have seen them on the, or <laughs> heard them on the news, seen them on the radio. The opposite. Who knows? Uh, but I've got two amazing people with me right now. Please help me welcome Colton Storla. And Camden Stovey. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. So to give everybody a, 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 some knowledge on who they're hearing right now, they're going to be hearing two voices. I just introduced two people. We've got Colton over here. Colton, you want to use your voice to let us know who you are? Colton Storla here. Here he is. And Camden. Hello, everyone. Guys, C- CS Squared is what we just figured out we're going to call you guys. You do have very similar names in, in Colton Storla and Camden Stovey. It's, it'd be easier to mix you guys up, especially with how much you're doing together these days. I think you're related. Condense it down. Let's do it. <laughs> God. CS Squared. So, so today we are talking about your exciting journey to go to every single restaurant participating in Cedar Rapids Restaurant Week. All in one day this past Saturday. Yep. Cedar Rapids Restaurant Day. Cedar Rapids Restaurant. Unofficial. Day. Right, right. Which is celebrated by two people in all of Iowa, and they're sitting right here in the room with me. So I need to find out how you Santa Claused your way across Cedar Rapids in one day somehow. I don't know how you, even I'm sure you guys gained some weight and had to fit into some doors you couldn't. Maybe you had to use some, some Santa Claus magic to even fit into these places. But... Before we get into that, we have to bring our word. It's going to help us center our conversation today. And I think it's kind of obvious about what that's going to be. Can we have Al Betker help us out? Today's word is food. Yeah, so we're talking about food. We're talking about Cedar Rapids Restaurant day that you guys have created for yourselves but this is a part of the economic alliances cedar rapids restaurant week correct which how many restaurants is this 21 this year you went to 21 restaurants in how many hours 13 (sighs) i'm not good at math but how much time is that at each one averaging 35 minutes i think it is at each place is the uh is the official calculation okay there was a couple that were more and a couple that were less <laughs> got it i'm sure and i'm sure it's the depending day upon the service the, the service the time of day yep. how full you might have been at this point absolutely well let's move backwards to the story okay so 
give me an elevator pitch. Who are you guys right now in 2022? It's the end of February when we're recording this. Who are you? Well, we'll take it all the way back. So I'll start. This is Camden here. Uh, I grew up in Cedar Rapids. Colton grew up in Cedar Rapids. So supporting locals big for us. Uh, went to school here. Uh, we actually met at Coe College and uh, got our jobs because of it. And that friendship has expanded to food for sure. We love food. <laughs> Who doesn't love food? Food brings people together. Exactly. We like going to new places. We like cooking. We like having people come over and ordering food and cooking for them. And this was an opportunity to eat food, spend some time with people, and support local. Right. You spend time with people you love, support local, eat some good food. What's better than that? Where'd you guys go to high school? I went to Xavier. I went to Marion High School. Marion High School. Cool. Yep. I'm a wash grad myself, awesome. so you know all local Cedar Rapids schools. We're all Cedar local Rapidians. everything. Yeah, I go yep. Cedar Rapidians. We've got to come up with a better name. I know for ourselves <laughs> than Sticks. Cedar Rapidians. It just sounds like an alien race of some sort. So you guys met at Co College? Did you graduate at the same time? We didn't actually. He's uh, what three or four years younger than me. Yeah, I graduated in 2019. Yeah, we okay. really didn't hang out much during college. It was almost after college. Got it. That we started hanging out more. Why? What brought you together again? You know, I think we followed each other on social media, and that's about all I post on social media is food, and he posts a lot of food, <laughs> and it's like, it was kind of like a battle of, like, who's the better cook or who has the better food, and I think he's the better cook, but... We teamed up, though. Yeah. So you put your, you put your powers together to become this, like, mecca... Yep. Exactly. ...food god of Cedar Rapids together, CS squared. There we go. I know that's not the official name, but if you want to use that... I think we have to. You don't have to pay me anything. Okay? If we keep you doing just, this, you can join us. <laughs> what? You can join us going forward. The goal is to recruit more people as we do this. Oh we need God. more mouths. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much food and booze to go exactly. for just two people. Man, if you, if you actually tried to put together a group of people to do this next year and one day, you would succeed. Absolutely. You, you would 100%. I, I see that's where this is going. We call them reinforcements. Idea? Uh at about restaurant seven, we'll talk more about that. Okay, okay, sure, sure. So we, we had to, we had to recruit a couple more uh, halfway through the day. They departed about six restaurants later, and then we were left just us two. And couldn't keep up. We could have used those extra mouths for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, spo I posted on Instagram like who's who's with us, and then sent the list out that we made of all twenty one. And there were some people that responded and said that we're in, but I said seven a.m. or six a.m. at the time. And now we're out. And yep. then they're like, "No, we'll get to you about 11. <laughs> That's what I, I would have done the same, and and I'll totally join you next year if you do this and you open this up to the public and you're like, yo, anybody's invited, I will join you guys. I will not be there at six thirty a.m. <laughs> That's just not going to happen with me. I'm sorry. So, in the spirit of moving backwards through this thing, how are you feeling right now, post eating spree? I I mean, I took a completely different reaction. I have not eaten much since Saturday. Really, uh, Colton? On the other hand, it's been two yep. days now. Like nothing happened. Wait, you mean Colton on the other hand? I'm a, I'm a big gym goer, so I was in the gym at about 8.30 the next morning just to, to get moving and got in the steam room for about an hour. And then you kept eating? And then I didn't eat until about noon the next day um, and um, had taco nights <laughs> with uh, the family later that night. But Damn. And I spent 20 hours in bed. Really? <laughs> suffering. Were you guys actually in pain? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can you know, imagine. We didn't drink much. Um, we had a couple cocktails. We knew we can just, you know, those were w wasted calories that right. we could be eating food. You can't um, do that when you're running a marathon. We honestly, like, we were sitting in the car after uh, 
what chop chop house yeah our yeah. last stop of the day and we're like okay time for bed and i'm like i i we didn't drink much but i honestly feel hammered right now the food Weird. drunk was real we our rule was special from each place so if it had alcohol we would try it but it was but like you guys would just like split it or something yeah yeah we we split everything so that was the big question how many things did we order it was one special we split everything um, but yeah, kept the alcohol to a minimum. We, we had a birthday party the night before was celebrating. You had a birthday uh, party the night before. Yeah. We were out somewhat late. So that early wake up call was, uh, you celebrated a birthday and then you turned around and, op- and, and went to do this thing at six thirty. Six thirty. It was initially supposed to be 6am. That's dedication. I was getting calls at five thirty, and I said, give me an hour. <laughs> And then we Colton's calling you at 5.30 <laughs> well, in the morning. Yeah, he was ready to go. It was his birthday, so I, I had to uh, show support and went there for a while. But then I was like, all right, I need to get my eight hours and I Irish goodbye at about 10 o'clock You just night. peaced out. Good. And then good. I woke up at 5.30 to my alarm and I saw that he was out late. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, you're I, seeing Snapchats at what, from like 2 a.m. or something? Yeah. Yep. I oh, offered yeah. to drive immediately. I said, I am not drinking. He made a pizza oh. at like 3 a.m. I'm like, what? I didn't even eat dinner and preparing right what are you eating food three hours before you got to go do this thing for <laughs> well i there, had you know. to expand the stomach and get ready there was some prep this year there was definitely some prep. it was definitely calculated Absolutely. and not just the f- nature of the beast nope, of the night before not at all so instead uh, i kind of actually want to flip this show uh, flip the script here and kind of go back to where this idea started i didn't know until you guys sat down here with me before we started recording that you did this a year ago too unsuccessfully though so sort of where did the idea come from you know why are you doing this it was <laughs> um it was on instagram because i followed the economic alliance because they're a client of ours because um, we do their employee benefits um, uh wh- where you work uh north risk partners Got up it. in hiawatha go check them out yeah go check them out put it in the bio yeah um so they were um posting just some of the specials and i direct messaged uh the, i think it was red frog uh, some sandwich and I'm like hey let's go try this went there um, had a couple people there and like hey let's go to the next place and then the next place and then the next place let's just do them all so the day a year ago yep. happened sp- spontaneously yep yeah. and I- it was not planned you just started at one place and decided we want to keep going it was Correct. a joke yeah. he got it he got me to go to the one I think that was at about 10 a.m. and we said hey let's see how many we can do we started posting on social it started getting a following, and we're like, let's go for it. Yeah. How many did you get to that first year? Fifteen. Each were ordering our own to start. Was there 21 last year as well? I think there I think there was about 18. I don't think there was yeah. as many last you year. So 15 this was, out of eight? That's not a failure. <laughs> no, but we, we felt like failures for sure. So this year, we came in, we calculated it, we planned ahead for about a week Hell trying yes. to figure it out, and really? uh, we were able to do it. Let's go into that prep. What, does, what kind of prep does it take? Because... In front of us right now, we have two pieces of paper. One of them is MapQuest, because I guess it's 1997. <laughs> so That was the exact <laughs> comments I got. We got a few Because I those. posted it on Instagram, and people are like, what are you, 50? <laughs> I haven't seen a MapQuest paper printed out in what, a decade. What, the, what you don't know about the detail is that it's optimized by radius, and so make sure that our drive time was as short as possible. Got it. Take me through this, okay? Take me through the game plan. So he laid it out um, by what time restaurants opened. 
and so ah, we needed to kind of segment them, segment them, segment them. Segment them. Yeah. Segment. Still food Still food drunk. We ate them. We segment ate them. Still food drunk. So there wasn't a lot of breakfast options, but you know, Lucky's opened at six a.m., but we didn't get there. I until, do love Lucky's. Yeah, it is. It was Lucky's a great got start. good mac and cheese. Uh, good sandwiches. Lucky's is great mm-hmm. and great drinks. It is. It's a good place to start. So, so you started Lucky's at six thirty a.m. just because that it was, was the, the first only one open. Yeah, opened the earliest. So he was MapQuest guy, and I did the uh, breakdown of morning, midday, dinner. What uh, what they were serving, and we had each item we were going to order planned out. We walked in, we told them what we wanted, we paid right away. Ate the food, on to the next one. So you could leave. As so soon we as could you're leave. like, give me the food and the check right now. And we told yep. the we told every server what we were doing uh, in attempts to be respectful. We hope we were. Right. Um, but we were like, we're in and out. We got to get to the next place. Right. And that's what helped us do 20. We ended up doing 22 restaurants total 22. in uh, in 13 hours. Yeah. Second restaurant. Yeah. Where are we at? So we went from Lucky's to. Uh, Gosh, where did we go after oh, that? Oh, I thought you had the list in front well, of you. We, so we, 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 tried, we tried to go to 350 first and get their chicken and waffles because who doesn't serve chicken and waffles for breakfast? But we found out it was only a dinner item. Uh, Which it was. What? It was. When we ate it later that night, it absolutely was a dinner item. But back. when we looked at it, we assumed. So, yeah, we went from Lucky's to Groundswell. You've got to be full after the second restaurant already. You're like, okay, really? Are we about to do... Spirits were full until we got to Edison. So Edison's Eatery, that was number six on the list. And it was a three-course meal. (laughs) We got a salad, keep it light, keep it healthy. Of course. Uh, A buffalo mac and cheese and then a carrot cake. (laughs) And we looked at each other, and that was the first box we had where we said, we're not doing this if we eat this. It was a a giant thing. Were you finishing things up until restaurant six? Number six, Mm -hmm. we were finishing things. Um, and then, I thought you were taking bites. No. No. You guys are insane. We probably had... This is like a Joey Chestnut type of like 4th of July <laughs> hot dog eating contest. Yeah. I think we only had six boxes at the end of it. It was Edison, La Cantina, Peddler's Fork, Nara, Tommaso's, and then... One of the other ones. I think one more, and that was it. And then we're like, we're finishing or trying to eat as much as we can. Got it. To the so point where we don't have leftovers. How are you? How are you maintaining <laughs> your composure throughout filling yourself? That are you, are you, what's what's the trick? Are you making yourself throw up every you know two? Everything stayed in. We uh, no performance enhancing drugs. We said you know, no tums. No, no one. You was, said no tums. We said no tums. We said we're doing this. We're doing it normal. He made the comment. I need a tum. I'm like no performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> We are doing this. We are do this all natural. We're not cheating. There's so no throwing LeBron, up. There's no bathroom. LeBron breaks. loses the ring if they find tums in his system. <laughs> he might. You don't know. You don't know the rules. So we. we I bet went LeBron's into a three tums kind of guy. At least. You know. At least I just, could have used three tums a restaurant at that point. Oh man. Yeah. He's, there's no way he's a two tums kind of guy. I can't believe you guys did this and didn't f- just die. You know, I, of, of sickness. At about 3 a.m., I felt it. I had the sweats. Okay. Um, I woke up dripping sweat. Really? Yeah. The meat sweats is what they call that, right? It was not even meat sweats. It was, it was whatever we All ate the, combined. It was carrot, cake, <laughs> meat, s- waffle, chicken, hard sweats. Sweats. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys have coined that term for the first time. So where do you think your passion, though, comes from with with food in general? Besides just restaurant week, you you have to have some sort of fascination in just food 
period. You said you guys yeah. were brought together through food, through posting back and forth. Where do you think that obsession came from? I have. If it may, may, yeah. Maybe not an obsession, but that fascination. I Well, my fascination with cooking came from, so I'm a, I, I coined that I'm a middle child. There's four kids in my family. Um but the other middle one is a girl, the only girl. So of course, that that's not the middle child, right? And you, know, you as, get the short end of the stick. For yeah, sure. we're all we're all eight years apart. So as wow. you can imagine, we're all involved in sports and, and extracurriculars. Everyone's going one place or another, and we always had food at home. But I was always eating Jack's pizzas, and I was I was sick of it. And I said, I'm gonna learn to cook. Right. So probably what 12, 13 years old, started oh, watching really? my boy Gordon Ramsay. He's and the best. Uh, now, I mean, you look at my Instagram, my Facebook, anything. It's it's food. It's food related. Yeah. And that's where the the passion, if you will, uh, started. That is so, the word. I would absolutely. Mom, use. Dad, if you're listening, you did feed me. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying when you were gone. Right, right. They were busy raising down in the kitchen. three other children, and we get it. Exactly. You know, I'm sure they were great parents. You turned out to be a great guy. It absolutely. To, it, it could have been that. Bad, right. <laughs> yeah. How so, about how about you, Colton? You know, um, I think it probably takes me back to my mom tried to homeschool me for two years way back when. How old were you when that was a possibility? I was uh, second and third grade. And uh, sometimes, so my parents owned their own business and it was construction business. And so my dad would be on site, but if he needed something, my mom would go. And so like, hey, you're on your own. So I was making like ramen noodles and Totino's pizza. (laughs) Where we all started. (laughs) Yeah, yep. And, uh, you know, like the full pan pancakes, too, and just a yeah. bunch of Aunt Jemima syrup. It, you know what? For the record, we're none of us are above Jack's Pizza, Tostito. <laughs> you know, I had one at three exactly. the night before we went and, and did this. I had a full pan pancake just <laughs> like yesterday, yeah. just smothered in Aunt Jemima's or whatever it is now. It was the Aldi brand. That's what I'm going with these days. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but, but, yeah, yeah. So did you want to go to homeschool? Was no. that like was that a thing you wanted that was, to do? That was just kind of no. My mom's uh, good friend. She tried it. and She's like, yeah, I'll try it. And it did not work. It did not work. So how long did you? Do it was it? just two years. So you actually did do it the full two years. Yep. Got it. Yep. Oh man, what's that do for a social interaction as a child? Yeah. Right. Honestly, <laughs> did you find that you lost some friendships no, through that? No. You no. kept in touch. I was, I was still. I was still young. So cool. Cool. Better Cause, than than now. Because so. I just so when I was in I. Switched schools. I went to All Saints Elementary through fourth, and then went over to Erskine Elementary. Went to the scary public school in fifth, <laughs> and and I remember like <laughs> my fifth grade birthday party. We went to the skate park, and I started crying. I was like, "They're all friends without me now," and they yep. were like talking about girls at school that I didn't know about anymore. And it was just like, so I was wondering if if you know being taken away and not having a bunch of other kids to even go to, what that's even like. But it sounds like you managed it okay. Yeah, so I had to kind of learn how to cook for myself. Um, and then my mom also was kind of one of those moms that's like, hey, I'm going to try and sell Scentsies. I'm going to try and sell ah, Pampered Chef. And she's so a hustler. She was a really good cook, and I, I hated other people's cooking. Um, so It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, I know. And so she kind of just taught me how to make some of her main dishes and then got into college, and I was always cooking for the house because um, I had two roommates and Got so it. we would just all buy groceries and they're all right Colton's cooking and then Colton um, so you're you're a big dude you definitely work out you're you're there's protein in your diet on a day-to-day basis are you tracking what you eat because of the lifting or are you just it's funny you ask I just recently started um, tracking that in my fitness pal really 
because yeah. I am doing a new program right now, and it's called Power Building. So yeah, has that to... happened since? Is that that's that's very new for you? Yeah, it was like probably two months ago. I Got started it. doing that. But up until that, it, there was no food regimen for you. No, you no. just love food and you love working out, yeah. and that's just the end of the discussion. Yeah, and that's kind of transitioning, moving forward. Um, I'm pretty diligent about eating at home and just making my own meals. Now I don't meal prep or anything, but yeah. once the weekend comes, it's like okay. Where can I go out and spend some money at a restaurant? I don't yeah. mind spending money on a good meal. I grab a couple of drinks, just unwind, because my, yeah. my job is some, sometimes very stressful, and that's kind of like Absolutely. my way to relax and get out in the, the community. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. That's a great vice. Yeah. You know, go, you guys are obviously extroverts at heart. At heart. Both sales guys. Yeah. So. Oh, <laughs> you, of course. So, like, you, you recharge by going out and being with people. Absolutely. So this is something that was no strain on you. This is something you're looking forward to. In doing, it's right? It's usually cocktail hour. That's so, uh, the enjoyable one for us. Supporting right. local that way. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Supporting local and supporting my liver. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> um, um, so this is the funny thing I notice about competitive eaters, the best competitive eaters, and even you guys. Usually when you think about people who are like going to go and eat all the food they can, stereotypically it's a pretty big guy. You guys are both in pretty good shape for people who are very we just went and ate 21 <laughs> restaurants in 13 hours. You know, like, do you have to restrain yourself on a day-to-day -day basis because of your food obsession? Or or is it, it what's the deal? I'm a one-meal-a-day kind of guy. I drink coffee all day, and what? then I go home, <laughs> and I, I cook dinner. I cook for, like, two hours almost every night during the week. One meal? One meal, but it's loaded. I get all my calories in. I'll post it, you know, that, that is my thing during the week. And then it's the same thing going out on the weekends. And that's when I'm getting to all the restaurants, but I, I don't need like, I don't need a ton. Look at Joey Chestnut, right? He's yeah. the guy that wins the, uh, the, the hot dog eating contest every year. He's super skinny. There was the tsunami. Remember him? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, 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 I don't remember. He was a Japanese. Was it Kobayashi? Kobayashi. Yeah. yeah. They called him the tsunami was his, his nickname. Maybe that's not. Super great of a nickname because <laughs> it's obviously a terrible disaster that could happen. But yes, those guys like he would eat that food and then he would take it all to the gym and use those calories to lift, mm -hmm. which is nuts. Yeah. But here I'm getting too far off the topic. Here we're getting into into. I uh, guess that's me. I eat all day, so I don't I don't skip a meal and I have a lot of snacks. So which you guys is are the opposite, like that. Protein bars. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So you don't see eye to eye on how often you should eat in the day, no. but that you don't doesn't... Eat, see eye to eye on how much he works out either, which is never. <laughs> you don't work out at all. Uh, no, no, not really. God, so you just got you just I've got dogs. I walk dogs. You just got uh, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Not. I don't mean that literally. He's not wearing skinny jeans for the listener. He has skinny G E N E S naturally, right? Exactly. You don't have to the intermittent anything. fasting, right? Is that a thing? I don't I, think I, I, I follow you're it, doing. but technically. Um, so, so here, let's get back to the food restaurant week here, okay? <laughs> so, thirteen or sorry, twenty-one restaurants in thirteen hours. Let's take me through the rest of the day. We're we're at restaurant six. You're already feeling full. You've got boxes that you're looking at. You can't handle the food. Mentally, physically, where is C squared at? We're we're feeling it after Edison, and that's when we had our first mishap of scheduling. Ooh, so my, uh, my fault, my fault. I uh, take me through that. I want to hear about the hiccups. Yeah. So so Nara is in the same parking lot basically steps. as Edison's, but I didn't know Nara didn't open up till noon. I thought it was eleven o'clock, uh, like all the rest the of them. So we had to hightail it over to La Cantina and back. 
detrimental so. to the schedule. And Nara, so I don't know if you guys know, Edison is probably 10 steps from Nara. What intersection is this? Help me out. Um, this Blair's is downtown? Bay, Over by Bali's? Got it. Thank you. We got in the car and we drove that. There was minimal steps. Right. We're, right. we're, we're feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> we got in the car. There's a little median. We had to get onto the main road and then loop in and park the car again. And we go up, grab the door, and it's closed. Oh, wow. And, and uh, I got after Colton. I'm like, come on, man. It was on the schedule. Were you guys pretty stressed out at this point? You were thinking that it, like the whole day could be we, ruined this We were way? thinking. We're like, we got to stick to it. But that- we, we were making good time at that point. Okay. We were, I mean, we were tracking everything. We're like, if we go in here, we got to be gone by this time. And that's when we started calling ahead. So we went to... Uh, La Cantina, and then DeVito's. You started calling we, ahead. That's when we had our first alcoholic beverage, was at La Cantina, and had the margarita the flights. <laughs> How do you not? What time was this? Gosh, that was Do you know what time? Are we at noon here? Well, that would no. have been right before noon, that would have because been about noon 11, was when 11:30? Nara opened. Yeah, so right around 11.30. Got it, got it. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, so it, was there any point in the whole experience where you were like, we might not be able to do this? After Nara, we had three pizzas on the list. So we had Tommaso, Cedar Ridge, and then Fongs. And that's when we called up. We met our friends at Peddler Fork. Um, Got it. Ironically, the dude's from Italy. That's perfect. And he was coming to eat American pizza. And this isn't normal American pizza. This is uh, a KFC Famous Bowl pizza, a <laughs> all-meat pizza, a Mambo Combo. So we're getting the, as what the, is this? As what the, pizza, it, uh, the pizza inventors intended, right? Exactly. So we had reinforcements from uh, from Tommaso's through, um, gosh, they came to Well, we had to kind of change up our schedule a little bit because KWWL called us and said, hey. We want to cover. We, we want to cover this story. So now, okay, so now this, this, you've got a juggling act. Yep. You're, you're trying to balance keeping your schedule maintained, make sure you're still not passing out, and you're being entertaining for a new station at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we tried to schedule it. We said line bridge at 4. I think we rolled in at 4.30. Really? <laughs> I can't imagine but, they were happy. They were super accommodating. They were super cool. Um, they recorded us while we ordered and while we ate. Uh, in and out, kept to our schedule. Did the post start to just take off in the middle of the day then, and you and it kind of like started to get more famous? Or at the beginning of the day when you planned this, were these restaurants already anticipating that these two crazy guys are going to be here at some point? Th- today? They didn't really have much of an idea. Um, so my sister works at the Economic Alliance. Uh, shout out Maddox. She's an event shout planner. Out. That's amazing. She helped plan it. So over there, there was some buzz. Um, probably about what uh, we were gonna do. A lot of doubters. Yeah, and probably Pub Two One Seven because that's when uh, we Brian, started. Brian was there, and we had meatloaf at about nine thirty, ten o'clock. Brian's the owner of Two One Seven. Got yeah. it. Oh, I've met him. He's awesome wonderful. Guy. Yeah. He's super so, great so guy. Nice. And he's a great uh, supporter of local as well. I yeah, see him absolutely. at local shows. He all offered the time. to cover a meal, and we're just like, no, we we no wanted Brian, to tally it up. We we'll wanted to pump money in, so we're like, we're, we're keeping track. Long, long haul. But he, we're posted. gonna get to how much this costs <laughs> yeah. by that. He, he posted on Facebook a picture of us because he's just like, we need to get this out. So we re, we reshared it. Said, hey, go see Brian. Try the meatloaf, which the meatloaf was fantastic. Dude, it was my favorite. It was of the whole day at nine at nine a.m. Meatloaf. I didn't think it would be my favorite, but it was my favorite of the whole day. That is, and ironically, they me. posted us. Yeah. Out. So then towards the end of the day, there was a little bit of buzz. We were posting on our personal social medias. Yep. People were like, are these the guys? And we're like, oh, gosh, yeah. what have we done? It's us. We did, we did it as a Fee gag beat. last year. Like, let's see how many we can do. Yeah. And then this year, they're like, these are the guys. That's epic. That's yeah. amazing. What Super an accomplishment. Cool. Super cool. Pub 217 also has food that's like 
just so good. It, it was much better than I ever thought it was going to be because it's just a it's a it's a nice little it is like they have every bar. Yeah, funny you know, story about hole the, the, wall the whole special. Um, it, because Brian goes, yeah, I was kind of worried about um, what special we were going to do and how good it was going to be because my cook or my head chef and my wife. Uh, both had COVID at the same time. They lost their taste and smell. Oh, so they're having so him <laughs> try it, and he's like, "I'm just the business guy. I don't know what it needs." And it tastes good to me, yep. you know. But I had cereal this morning, and I'm more than happy. Yep. It was awesome. Oh, it was, it was awesome. And they, I work downtown, so I go to these restaurants when I do eat lunch. When you right, um, I was gonna have, say you don't have eat great lunch. food. Yeah, they have great food. Cliff's Dive Bar also has some pretty good meatloaf. It's really random. They have spaghetti and meatloaf. And I, I tried s- it. I saw that on the menu the other Did day. They serve it at nine a.m. I think so. <laughs> I'll check it out. You know, we went there the other day, and and uh, uh, I found out I was going to meet Nate Kading, ex kicker of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh yeah. So we took a celebratory shot while I ate my spaghetti and meatloaf, <laughs> which is just a fun thing to read on a menu. I felt like I had to get it, but nobody nobody can go wrong with any meatloaf. Um, so there's a few things I want to get to here. Number one thing I'm so excited to hear about is how much this cost you guys to get through the whole day, but I'm going to save that until after the break, okay? Before we do that, though, I have a game I'd like to play with you both. Are you down? We're in. You're in. Let's do it. This is my favorite game. It's part of the show every day. The listener, you know it, but it is time for True Love and Two Lies, sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers. Hey, it's Logan here, your producer, real quick. Um, what is that voice? You do it every time. It's um, it's uh, it's it's the guy from uh, uh, Princess Bride. Marriage oh. is what brings us together <laughs> today. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give it to me again. <laughs> True love and two lies. <laughs> that was the worst one ever. <laughs> Brought to you by Ginsburg Jewelers. <laughs> Yes, Ginsburg Jewelers, the number one jewelry store in all of Cedar Rapids, in all of Alex's heart. Go and check out Steve and the team and let them know that the LAS Podcast Network or One Word Story sent you, and they're going to give you 10% off of that order. If you're thinking about dropping the knee, if you're thinking about buying yourself some bling, whatever it is, whatever the reason, there's no wrong reason, let Ginsburg Jewelers help you tell your story through jewelry. All right, go and talk to Steve. Go let them know we sent you. Get that discount, um, and and make it happen. Okay, they're they're right across the street from Lindale Mall, next to that fountain where people put a bunch of laundry detergent in it, and then there was bubbles everywhere. Remember that? It's right next to that, right next to Red Robin. They share a parking lot with Poncheros. You can't miss them. That standalone building, Ginsburg Jewelers. Check them out. So, C squared, Colton, Camden, Camden, Colton. I don't know what names put first. That's that's a decision you need to make for your band, for the record. Let me know when you make that decision. They're looking at each other inquisitively. Oh, rock, paper, scissors? Let's do it. Rock, paper, scissors. Who names co- whose name right. comes first for the rest of the episode? Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, Damn. Colton loses. Oh, right. I almost said he won. Camden is the winner. So it's Camden and Colton for the rest of the episode, but not for the rest of your life, just so you know, Colton, okay? You're still a winner in my book. Perfect. I'm going to give you guys three stories. Well, hopefully you win right here. Okay, I, I got three proposal stories. Usually, we have three proposal stories, and you have to guess the right one. But the person who submitted this, I know them very well, and I love them dearly. But they did it wrong, and <laughs> they gave me a story of how they met their wife, and didn't uh, not how they proposed 
to. So there was or, a proposal. There, there w- was a proposal, but this is not that story. Okay, so I'm giving you three stories. You just got, you just got to eliminate the the two fake ones and tell me which one you think is real. Are you ready to play True Love and Two Lies? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Story number. Wait, where are my notes? Story number one. So my na- my now wife and I have always both been fans of comic books. When coincidence meets convenience, I like to call that fate. And on this fateful day, we both found ourselves sitting next to each other on an airplane on our way to Los Angeles for Comic-Con. We did end up having a nice conversation on the flight over our favorite comics and superheroes to the point where we actually agreed to meet up for lunch while we were in, in, in L.A. We had a great time, a great lunch, good food, even better company, and we knew we had to see each other again after that. Unfortunately, we weren't on the same flight back, but as soon as we returned home to Cedar Rapids, we got together again and haven't looked back since. Story number one. What are your, what are your instincts true telling love. you? It's, it's possible. Love. That's true love, Colton? It's true love. Candon says it's possible. It's possible. Candon's the skeptic. Need two more stories. Okay, you're like, I, I'm not making any decisions yet. I haven't heard, I haven't heard the whole thing. Okay, that's, that's totally valid. All right. Story number two. So believe it or not, the mayor actually introduced us. We were both mutual friends of his and had asked about each other a few times until he finally set us up. So we were actually supposed to get dinner at White Star, but ended up sitting at the bar talking for four whole hours. About halfway through, we decided we weren't going to move because we were enjoying the conversation so much, and our relationship eventually got to the point where we could text the mayor and tell him how terrible of a time we were having and how it was all his fault. We had a lot of fun with that. But we had a great first night of conversation, and the rest is history. Now we've been married for two years. Oh, and by the way, I actually did get my ring from Ginsburg Jewelers. That's story number two. You can't make that up. Which mayor? <laughs> you can't make that up. <laughs> Which mayor? The, I, I, the devil's in the details. I thought I could catch you. Okay, like, <laughs> I, I, I do know what mayor it would have been for when I'm thinking of Got writing it. a story, but I'm not going to tell you just in case it influences you one way or the other. It would or the other. What are we thinking right now? Story one or two? If you would have dropped the mayor, I'm going two, but... Really? I'm, I'm, I'm at one right now. The mayor makes it unbelievable. No, the mayor makes it believable. Makes it if believable. If you say the name. Got, if I catch oh, you. Oh, got it. I catch you. Yeah. I understand. I understand. What okay. night of the week were they at White Star? Tuesday. I don't know. Classic. I just made that up. That was just a, that was just a quick response by me. <laughs> I came up with that day right off the top of my head. That was pretty impressive, right? Story number three. You're honestly not going to believe this, but we were introduced by Logan. Logan and I have known each other for years, but my wife had just met him while doing a show at Theater Cedar Rapids. I believe it was Joseph in the Technicolored raincoat. Anyway, we both went to see Logan in the show, and the same night, ended up going out with the cast for drinks afterwards. We ended up in an old pizza shop that doesn't exist anymore called Xavier's. The pizza was great, the manager was crabby, but we had a great time. We ended up sitting next to each other at the restaurant, which was very nice, and even after all the entire cast left, we stayed and talked for an additional two hours. We had no idea where the time went and knew we had to get together again. We've now gotten together again every day for the last five years. Numero Trace. So there you have it. There are your three stories, C-squared. I mean, for the sake of winners, Camden and Colton. I'm sorry, Colton. That's right. We may have a new winner here, though. We might. We'll see. So, 
My question for you is which story do you think is the real one? Is it um, um, the mayor story? Is it uh, the Comic-Con story in Los Angeles? Or is it the Theater Cedar Rapids Logan story? Producer Logan, by the way. Hi, Logan. I don't know if we've talked to you yet today. Not yet. Hi. Hi, Logan. Hi. I usually introduce you much quicker than this. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But hey, there's so many people on mic today. It's not about me. I got it's a lot. I got a lot to. It's jump. about these uh, these local legends. Exactly. Logan did set us up for this interview, so he might be good at making connections. This could be our love story, you guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're gonna see each other every day for the rest of our lives now. All right, fine. <laughs> I see how it is. That's cool with me. I'm fine with rejection. Which one do you think is real? I'm going to go with the White Star. White Star? Yeah. Colton's going is White Star? Is that the Star? mayor one? That's the mayor I'm one. I'm going with the mayor. You guys are both going I, with the I, mayor I'm one. I'm going with the mayor. Uh, you guys agree. Yeah. Look at I that. This is would. why this works. Okay. Let's reveal the true story. Well, believe it or not, the mayor of our town set us up together. Uh, both she and I were friends of his mutually, and he thought that um, we should meet each other. So uh, we did, and we met at White Star. We were gonna go to the bar, just have a drink, and then go and have dinner. So we just stayed in the bar talking for four straight hours. And about halfway through, we started talking about our mutual friend, the mayor, and he had said to her, don't try to be funnier than him. And I said, I had asked the mayor, what's the, what's the, what's the word on her? And he said, it's not a word, it's, she's a book. So anyway, we started to, both we got uh, sort of comfortable enough with each other that we were starting to send text messages to him and give him grief and make it seem like it was going terribly. And so we had some fun with that. Um, we never wound up having dinner, we just stayed at, the bar area and just kept talking there until we said goodbye and then uh, we we went from there so uh, it was a it was a great first meeting and not the way I would have expected it you got it right hooray congratulations uh, that was the voice of my dad Scott Schulte uh, and his proposal story to my stepmom they are now out in Connecticut and they've been married but yes that's awesome Mayor Corbett did, by uh, the way got it did Scott Schulte used to live by the Dairy Queen above all Saints um, my grandparents yes so my grandparents I went to all just... Saints as well my childhood oh, really? home shared a fence with the Schultes so You're I kidding. know Mike Schulte really well I believe they Mike's my uncle growing up. What? Another small town connection. See, we actually said this before we started recording that we were going to find some mutual connections during this recording because we already figured out a few beforehand. Yep. But but that's wild. Yeah. I think Ron Corbett used to work for my company before it was sold, Benefit Solutions. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is wild. I went to high school with Ron's kid, uh, Jeremy, his oldest son, and, okay. and him and my dad have been friends and whatever, and... They introduced. I actually, it's funny how they introduced each other because I know my dad was sitting at a Washington football game for my youngest brother Anthony's marching band performance. And um, Liz says to the mayor, she goes, hey, do you think you could introduce me to Scott? And uh, Ron goes, okay, I'll just text him. So he texts my dad. They look over at my dad. My dad had not seen the text, but it looked like he did because he pulls out his phone. He made an, an annoyed face, went, ugh. 
and then he stood up and walked away because he <laughs> of something different, like something entirely different. And she was just like so rejected, kind of like I was with you guys a few minutes ago. And and it was just one of those fun, cute moments. But but yes, now they're married happily. Uh, all right, thanks for that submission, Dad. You did do the the thing wrong, but I forgive you and I love you. Thank you so much to Steve Ginsburg and Ginsburg Jewelers for sponsoring True Love and Two Lies. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together. Go and check out Ginsburg Jewelers. They're over across the street from Lindale Mall, right next to the fountain. They share a parking lot with Poncheros. Uh, you can't miss them. Go and talk to Steve and the team. Let them help you tell your story through jewelry and get that 10% discount by mentioning the LAS Podcast Network or One Word Stories. We're going to be back in a couple minutes with Colton and with Camden and Colton. Sorry, I keep messing it up. And uh, we're going to find out how much their pockets hurt after spending money on restaurant day <laughs> here at Cedar Rapids. We'll talk to you in a couple minutes. Welcome back to One Word Stories. I'm Alex Schulte, and I'm joined by Camden and Colton, a.k.a. C-squared, C-S-squared. Um, we're talking with Colton Storla and Camden Stovey of <laughs> Cedar Rapids <laughs> Restaurant Day. You guys took Cedar Rapids Restaurant Week, and you covered every single restaurant in one day, 21 restaurants in 13 hours. Insane. We've covered a lot today, but to jump back in... How much did this cost you? You want to get right into it. I want to jump right in. Head first, deep end, let's go. So it was. Uh, it ended up being 22 total, so we're including that that small cost oh, right. of, uh, Bruhemia. of Bruhemia was in the there as well. Um, but the grand total at the end of the day was roll, please. $932.54. Holy shit. Yeah. Is that after your 20% tip? That is after tips. Uh, one special is what we tried to do at each restaurant. Um, yeah. Did you kind of calculate it out before you went? No. I picked what looked good and what I, I thought always, we could I always say, worry about it later. <laughs> worry about it later. <laughs> ask for permission or ask for forgiveness. And yeah. we, just, we just calculated it live. It just hit my credit card of uh, with yeah. the gratuity there. So it was a surprise to us, too. Dude. But we tried not to worry about it. Talk you about just, putting your money where your mouth is, though, literally. You guys wanted to support local, and you really did just that more than anybody that day. It was cool to do it in a day versus the week. It gets a little more hype. People are curious. It, mm-hmm. it, was, a, it was a cool, you know, chance to take a picture of the food, you know, that the right. kitchen isn't prepping. This is the real food. This right. is what the chefs are putting out. These right. are the specials. And that's what people are like, why would you order this? Well, it's on the special. That's what we're getting. That's what I wanted. We're rocking and rolling. So it you know, was super cool. That's what I'm wondering about next year for you guys is if they know you're coming around and they know that this is a big thing, are they going to put a, the, a little bit of special treatment into the dish for you? And then maybe we're not getting the authentic experience. Maybe we'll dress up in disguise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Know. Let's stack you guys on each other's shoulder, give you a big trench coat. <laughs> fake beard they'll never know it's you we already know we've talked to a few of the people at the economic alliance and they're they're joking that they're going to test us so this was the most restaurants ever 21 
in one so we week. Challenged they gave us them. 10 days. So they're giving us more restaurants. We challenged them to get more restaurants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to challenge us. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing, too. I didn't know that. That's, that's yeah. a fun little competition, too. They because joked that this was the longest. They gave 10 days this year. So it is a little longer than a week. I think it goes all the way through. To this. the beginning of March. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, uh, we've still got a whole week for people to go out and eat some of these specials. Yes, Logan? You're raising your hand. Cedar Rapids Restaurant Week, uh, presented by the Cedar Rapids Metro Economic Alliance and Green State Credit Union, runs from February 18th to February 27th. Got so it. until Friday. Got it. Until this Friday. Yep. Go and get some of the specials. You're hearing this on Wednesday. You got two more days. Two more days. To go and check out these restaurants. We did 21 in one day. You can do 21 in three. Dude, exactly. Drinks it. one place, do appetizers one another, and do main o- course. Only going to cost you nine hundred and fifty four dollars. <laughs> the twenty seventh yes. is Sunday. Twenty seventh so is you Sunday. Got, you got the weekend. Oh, oh Lord. see, I still got. I couldn't do math when we were eating. I can't do math now, dude. You said it's the twenty first today. It's a Monday, and I was like, yeah, seven. That's <laughs> that's Friday. That's seven days away. That makes sense to me. So you can do it. You've got a few more days than that. Four it's, days. It's totally doable. You absolutely could. You know, and if anything, go and see just a few of them. You know, absolutely. you don't have to be these guys. This is the the most extreme that you can do. You, you only need to do five. So the Economic Alliance, they have punch cards um, where you can keep track of where you go. And if you ask for a punch card, they'll stamp it. And if you go to five places, you can turn the punch card into the Economic Alliance. And there's a chance to win. I, I think they have some there's gift three, baskets. Yeah, three gift baskets that have local oh. gift cards in it and some other swag and you know things. that's great too because there yeah. there there's more incentive than just supporting local. As much as that is enough, it's always great to have that extra fun stuff too. We didn't know about the punch card till <laughs> until after. In fact, I lost the punch card after the second place. Is it if you go to? If you go to 21, there, there do, was do you some get setbacks. Four? No, you just yeah. There were definitely some setbacks, but no, you just have to go to five. And turn it in. What do you mean? There were setbacks. <laughs> well, that was the first one. Well, no, um, no, no. The train stopping us. We ran into a train after the second okay. place. Talk about local. The most local thing you could have done <laughs> on Cedar Rapids restaurant. The Cedar day. Rapids train downtown. Was we getting... didn't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you shouldn't have gone on First Avenue. That was your own yeah. damn fault. It was. Uh, got to jump on. You got to jump on the S curve over here. We we're on our way to uh, Parlor City. Uh, online, we're thinking, hey, this Going place opens at nine, right? We're we're rolling, we're on schedule. COVID, it has affected hours. People don't have staff. You know, they're not doing breakfast anymore. That's something I wanted to talk about with you guys too today. Was was was, it's got to be very different. You know, yeah, Absolutely. people are low on staff these days. Every restaurant, they're they're running thin. Um, what kind of things did you notice in the COVID age, post? Current pandemic age of yeah. of uh, of restaurants, you servers, know? How are they doing? bartenders. I mean, they are yeah. they're understaffed, but they're working hard. So if you go, be patient. Especially this week, there's going to be more people out there. Yeah. Especially if you go on the weekend, be patient, be nice to them. They're working their tail off. They're running around. Right. And they're specials. These are things that they don't always cook. Try them, but I right. mean, give, and for give a special a price, yeah. You know, there's there's even some new restaurants too, and so I mean, they're still trying to get workforce and figure things out, and right, um, some right. are running out of their specials, and that's a good problem to have, but of course, um, you know, it can piss some people off. Exactly. Well, and so we, right before we started recording, you guys were we. I don't think we'll name the restaurant where people were walking out of, but um, um, they were so short staffed that the tables were leaving without paying because they hadn't gotten. And that's not the fault of the restaurant, who, again, we're not naming, but 
There was multiple, though. It wasn't just one place. It was everywhere. I mean, we had to switch it up. We went to Map Room. It was packed. As it should be, every every place was packed. Easy to pack that place. And, I mean, we were were sitting at bar stools. You know, we weren't going to get tables. We were calling ahead. It's it's just going to be busy right now. It's, It's the nature of the beast with... The restaurant industry, right. so so it's it's a good reminder to tell people to be patient with your servers. Absolutely, you know, uh, they're trying their hardest, and man, mm-hmm. I, you, Colton, you said you worked in the service industry for years, correct? I did. Yep. yep. So did I. I mean, that's that was the hardest job I ever had. Mm-hmm. I was working my butt off. It, and f- that funny story, just to kind of uh, <laughs> bring light to COVID too. I Give me at, a one-word story. I was at this uh, restaurant, and you know, it was. I think we were celebrating a birthday too, and they're like, "Hey, it's going to be a, kind of a, a long wait." Camden, you just hit your shin on something. You I okay? Did. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Camden's dying. Sorry, Colton. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so it's going to be kind of a while, and it, yeah, great. Um, you were up front with us. We were sitting there. Took an hour. They said they were gonna be about an hour. Yep. Kitchen was backed up. Yep. This table next to us. Um, they were freaking out and like just like, where's our food? Where's this? Uh, where's that? And trying to get it for free. Just the best and kind of people. The guy turns to the table next to the table. And at this point, me and my sister were about to say something like, "Hey, you need to calm down. Like right. they're doing their best." And he turns to the table next to him and he goes, "Did you guys have to wait?" an hour for this and he goes yeah we did we weren't an asshole about it <laughs> oh the guy said that to him yeah oh that's awesome uh, holy hilarious. shit and still the place offered hey we'll box it up for you it's on us and they just said no, no we didn't want didn't. it and i'm just like this is it's awful crazy. see it's like that's don't a- go out then yeah right who gives you the right to treat people like that yep. you know we're all human here we're all on the same playing field man that's the key and i i uh memory that I just unlocked in. I worked at Freddy's. I was a cook at oh, Freddy's, really? so that's also where the love of food came in. I mean, you get backed up. Freddy's good. I can't imagine. I mean, that was fast food. These guys are cooking specials. They're cooking some Dude, kick-ass and food. And that is not really to take any time. Don't, that's not to take anything away from the fast food employees, too, because, no. man, they work hard, too. They and are. And that's a hard job. Everyone. Every place right now. You it, know. It's just crazy. And and all of us are complaining. It's like I go to whatever, Wendy's, for example. I'm just throwing out a random name of a place. Any fast food restaurant, Burger King, McDonald's, whatever. You don't get the fries, and you're like, well, this is the worst place, these idiots. It's like they're juggling 20, 30 different things at a time. You've got to be patient with these guys. Absolutely. And also, if you're complaining about it, why don't you go do that job? You know, don't go out to eat. Cook for yourself. Like, exactly. That's, these these are people. They're stepping up right now. Right. They're right. overworked. Right. In an age where people are taking jobs that they don't want, you know, because the jobs that they had yeah. don't exist after COVID happened. You we know? were yeah, we were even in the situation where uh, a restaurant ran out of the special, and it was right at the end of the day, and the bartender was like, "Our cooks aren't going to make anything for you." I'm like, "Literally, this is the, it's the last, last one. Place. It's the last. You have one. to make us something." <laughs> How did you get them to do it? Shots. <laughs> we yes. offered to buy yeah. them shots. We started the day celebrating a birthday the night before with some shots. We ended the day and buying you... the cooks some shots. Dude, they that's did where it. it's at. We we told them, "Hey, this is our last place." We got them some shots. They were super cool. They came out and talked to us for like. 20 minutes we stuck around oh really it, yeah just it, it was awesome and i mean I'll, I'll shout them out the last place we went to was chop house and they they were slammed and they were like well we gotta stop right and they were the nicest the most accommodating so we're like all right we'll finish the day you guys get some drinks it seems like you guys are absolutely stressed out of your mind I mean, you should have seen the drinks they had on the side of the bar. All the empty glasses. Oh, they were busy. Insane. That's a big place. It's it goes big, all the way back there. Huge. And they're new. Right. So everyone wants to try it. 
I mean, you got to be patient they're with all new, these places. They're new, they're good. And they're really good. You know? They got we, uh, 60 pounds of mahi-mahi showing up tomorrow on Tuesday. Holy shit. So you That's guys awesome. can go. They Unfortunately, this is coming out Wednesday, so you guys have the exclusive go-ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're hearing it we're first. we're going back. We're going to get some mahi-mahi on Tuesday. Oh, absolutely you are. And we'll brag about it for all the listeners on Wednesday. Um, um, so we were talking about, you know... Uh, we, I want to tease something that we do have coming up at the end of this episode, and that's going to be your top five list. You're talking about how much you like Chop House, um, um, how much you loved really some of these places. None of them were bad. No. But some of them were the best. Absolutely. You know, and you've got a top five list, and we're not going to say it yet. We're saving that for the end of the episode here. But before we get to that, how much weight did you gain while doing this? So it's uh, it's kind of I unbelievable. I know you tracked it. it. We did. It's kind of unbelievable. I, uh, I started the day... Um, gosh, at like 176, 177, I ended at like 193. No, you didn't. Swear. I have pictures of it because I, I knew people wouldn't believe it. There's the end of the day, 93.6. I weighed in before I came here, 178. I'm almost back to what I was. Was your stomach just like the, huge? The 3 a.m. You just looked like a so pregnant that's, person? That's what I laid down on Chop House floor at one point. Really? I did. I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> 175 to 193. You yeah. almost gained 20 pounds in a it day. Was, I think it was 16.4 because I, I did the math before I got here. My math hasn't been very good. Neither I think it was 16.4. Okay. Wow. Was what I did. I'm a little smaller guy than uh, than Colton. Colton, how much did you gain? I gained about 10 pounds, <laughs> just under 10 pounds. So. And you're already back. I'm back. You yeah. lost. You lost the ten pounds <laughs> since then. I weighed myself. My phone says at six forty six a.m. right before I left or went out the door, and uh, yeah, and I weighed back. myself at about almost eleven o'clock. That Got night. it. And, and and Camden, you're still trying to get back. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm you're trying. gonna do it, buddy. I believe in you. Okay, you just gotta keep starving yourself, I guess, for more days, <laughs> which is wild to me because you haven't eaten since Sunday. You I've, said. I've nibbled. I've had, uh, I think before I came here, speaking of the Jack's Pizza again, my uh, my roommate made some Jack's. I took a slice. Nobody's um, above Jack's. Exactly. Throw some Cholula on there. A little sriracha. You had leftover tomasos, Game don't you? Uh, he ate all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it. Who took all the leftovers home? Uh, so uh, it definitely went to me, to Camden. Okay. Uh, but it, again, Wait. it wasn't a ton of food. It was six boxes, and we ate from every restaurant. So it was a couple slices of pizza. I mean, the Tommaso special is absurd for two humans, which is why we called it two picture. reinforcements. It was cheese bread, a medium pizza, and then two beers. Like, yeah, that a was, lot of food. That was a meal. <laughs> so that was a leftover, uh, but it wasn't a ton of leftover food. That could have been your one meal of the day, and you'd have been probably pretty good. I would have been oh, plenty yeah. good. Talking about, you know, that's why you gained 16 and a half pounds. <laughs> Um, um, and we talked a, bit, a little about the hiccups. We were, we were going around trains and everything, most local things possible. But on the other coin of the bad things about local, which is sometimes Cedar Rapids smells bad, sometimes you get stuck behind a train, there are so many great things about our city that we love. Absolutely. And obviously you guys are huge fans of local. We've talked about your love of food, but I am curious where that love for local comes from. You know, did you, were you guys kids who, who were growing up and be like, oh, I hate Cedar Rapids. And then you went somewhere else and you came back <laughs> and you're like, oh, I kind of appreciate this. Because I think that's what happens to a lot of people. Or some people just love it from the beginning. What's, what's your take? We never left. I mean, I personally thought I was going to. I never thought I'd go to Co. I think it was like a week before the deadline. Kara uh, <laughs> Jones, she used to work at Co. She went to Xavier as a counselor. Mm. And she's like, Camden, you gotta, you gotta check out Co. 
And I was like, Kara, quit harassing me. I will go and look <laughs> at it. And I actually told the story at Co for Admitted Students Weekend once where I had like an hour segment to tell my story. I was like, I never thought I'd go here, Cedar Rapids. I grew up here. No way. They put you in front of students for an hour to yeah. tell them like this is the, this is what's going to convince yeah. them to go. So That's pretty flattering. I did that and then uh yeah, my sophomore year going into my junior year, I started my current job I have. I'm coming up on 5 years in April. I work at this place called the Harrison Group. Yeah. I recruit for manufacturing across the state, so I'm very involved in the companies around here in the hiring issues. And just being here, I love it. I, so I can't do, imagine going anywhere else right now. I love that. I feel the same way, personally. Do you think that the lo- that love for local came after your college experience then and with this new career that you... With working, for sure. Yeah. A, a new appreciation. Uh, it, it's recruiting. I, I deem it as sales. I go and meet people. I go to restaurants. You know, I have those conversations. And it's a, it's a cool city. There's still a lot to do. And food is the bulk of it. You can go out for drinks. You can go out for food. You can do events. I mean... There's some yeah. really good restaurants here locally that were on Restaurant Week right. and that weren't. I mean, there's still some right. really good food here. I mean, the flood in 2008 that we had was terrible, right? Yeah. But it was a blessing in disguise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got all these amazing new restaurants downtown that popped up from from whatever, grant money, from places that kind of needed to be cleared out. They got cleared out. The Paramount got revamped. You know, I think ever since 2008. Actually, I had I had someone on, Katie Hallman, who's the, the creative director, technical director. She's... CEO of TCR, essentially. Uh, help me, Logan. What's her actual official Executive name? director. Executive director at Theater Cedar Rapids. And she came from New Orleans, where she did theater. And I was like, what's the difference between New Orleans and Cedar Rapids? We both had a bad flood. And her answer was so amazing. She said that if you go to New Orleans and ask them, everything they talk about is how great this was before the flood. And if you ask Cedar Rapids about it, they say, this has been so great since the flood. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a diff- it's, it's an approach. And I Absolutely. think Cedar Rapids' approach to it has been nothing but you know, amazing. Uh, Colton, where does your love for local come from? You know, I think mine probably stems from my career as well. Um, I work with a lot of local employers across eastern Iowa on their employee benefits or health insurance, specialized in that. Um, and so I just really love making connections between yeah. one company. I work with over 100 different businesses here locally. Um, and really even getting into my career, I wasn't very extrovert and so I knew I needed to go network and make connections and things like that and it's just like and then I started getting involved with like the YMCA board and then my uh, Marion Foundation board at the high school and it's like why didn't I do this in high school and (laughs) college and so it was kind of a regret where it's like I wish I would have done this a lot sooner because it's so rewarding you get to meet a lot of great people Mm -hmm. and um, yeah yeah, it's, that's awesome. It's I, a cool community. It, like, it, get involved. It's whether it's going to a restaurant, going to a bar, going to something local. Like, absolutely do it. Even if you're alone, you can make friends. Everyone's right. so nice here. That's it, what keeps me. Everyone is so nice. Everything is. Everyone is so nice. And and yes, it is a beautiful place to live. But I think the big thing to take away from this is that you guys both found your love for being an extrovert, for for supporting local through putting yourselves out of your comfort zone. You know, you were doing things, Colton, that you were never thinking of doing in high school. And then you go and do this new thing and you're like, holy shit, this is what I love to do. I never knew mm-hmm. I was going to do this until, I, you know, you could have easily just not. <laughs> I know. I remember going into like the first couple networking events because I would just go to the Economic Alliance on their page and just add every event that could be like some sort of networking. And so they did a really good job of that. 
and I would just show up and be like, all right, this is going to be really awkward. Right. kind of just stand there not, on the outskirts. And then you start it. to talk to people, and then you come to another one, and you're like, hey, I talked to you last time. Yep. And then yep. after a while, you're just like, okay, now you you know everybody in the room. And then it becomes you're gathering that energy yep. from other people instead of being drained of that energy, yep. right? And that's where that extrovertedness comes from. Extrovertedness, is that yeah, a word? I think so. He's still really good no. at it. I mean, he sent me an invite for Wednesday. We're jotting down to the Quad Cities for the executive roundtable. Thanks for creating for cohesion partnership between C-suite and employees. We're not going to point out that Camden just, without even thinking, used the word jaunt. I'm so jaunt. happy. <laughs> <laughs> jaunt on over. We're just going to jaunt on down. <laughs> yeah, see, but hop, that's skipping jaunt. Just a hop, skip it, a, a, a whatever across the the river. That's amazing, though. You guys are saying yes to the right things. Not to say that you shouldn't say no to things, but yes is such a powerful word and you guys keep saying that. And you, I don't know. If you listen to this podcast, there's a lot of things that are coming full circle. There's conversations I've had with other people that seem to be working in your life the way that they talked about it too. Saying yes, putting yourself out of your comfort zone, that's amazing. So, big question, what's the future look like for Cedar Rapids Restaurant Day with, uh, with Camden and Colton? We're doing it for sure. Hopefully more mouths, I think, was the uh, terminology Colton used. We don't want it to just be us two. It can start with us two. So you're surgically having mouths attached to your bodies? (laughs) I think more more bodies that come with that. Absolutely. That would be ideal. Got it. Got it. So I think uh, it can be friends. It can be people who want to do it with us and try it. Well, this thing's going to catch like wildfire. Yeah. It would be really cool. Why not? You know, I mean, food brings people together and local brings people together. You, you guys have the whole thing. And it could be a competition. You know, we don't all have to do it together. How many people can do it? Who can do it the fastest? Love you that. know, who, who can get the most specials? It could be throughout the week. I mean, there's so many things you can do with it. But the whole goal is we're supporting these local companies who are going out of their way to make a cool menu for us. Right, right. I, well, I, I think the second you guys start whatever you're going to do, the <laughs> Facebook group, uh, uh, the fan page, whatever, it's going to take off. And you know for a fact that we at the network want to help you guys in any way we can to get that word out there. And we hope to be along for the ride next year too, because this is just one of the coolest things in the world. Absolutely. We'll try to get videographers, uh, someone to you track got it. it. Cause we are not those guys. Right, right. No, it, that's okay. You know, that it takes a village. I'm not that guy either, but that's why you build a team of that. You know, you get the guy who can do that because you are the people who can put this kind of thing together and network Absolutely. and make it happen. So before we leave this episode today, I have one last question I want to ask you. What's the top five? We teased it before. I've got to know what is wh- there's and again, everything was good. Everything was really good. That was the surprising part. Everything was super good. You go into that twenty one restaurants, you're full. You think, gosh, I don't want to eat this. Everything was good. We wanted to eat it. We just couldn't. Right. And right. we didn't get to all the specials. I'm sure there was even better specials at some of the places. Right. Well, that, that, that next year. That was one of the factors. We had to choose specials that were a little lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Not all pastas and breads. Right. Yeah. Right. Today, the special is salad. Yeah. And but there were some places that we didn't have a choice. We had to do three <laughs> pizzas, and there was, yeah, we had to do a couple pasta. For the dishes. restaurants you doing it in the future, feel so sorry keep for you us guys. in mind, don't do multiple courses, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least have one special that's a one course thing, right? Exactly. Keep I think the, there keep was the three courses, but just make it an option. Gosh, there was probably five multiple course meals. Really? Throughout oh, the day. And you guys did all, all five <laughs> of those? Yeah, we had to do the courses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's start with number five. So yeah, th- these are your personal 
personal favorites. Yeah, though, personal right? favorites. Like, you just really enjoyed these. They're, yes, they're good things. This is these ratings mean absolutely nothing to it was all good. except for to us. It was all amazing. It's just kind of fun. So I want to hear your top five. I mean, you've got a pretty good handle on what's good that day and what you personally enjoyed the most. So Camden and Colton, to you guys specifically, what is your top five on your um, um, self-named Cedar Rapids restaurant day? They're probably different, so go ahead, Colton. My top, you just want me to list all five? Let's go from number five down to one. Five down to one. Um, five would be the caramel apple hand pie with a scoop of ice cream. From um, from local poor from local poor LP yep. and if you're really special uh, Jamie over there she's a great bartender she can make killer shots so she made a shot as a chaser oh that's awesome uh, yeah sorry Jamie if you that, get a bunch of shot requests now oh. no shout out to Jamie I worked with her at Newbo City Market <laughs> yeah, Jamie's she's awesome she went to Co as well Co oh I know who Jamie is then if she's from Newbo I, I definitely Jamie. recognize yeah she is an incredible bartender incredible. absolutely mixologist yeah. um shout out to her of course their old fashions are nuts one of the best. Go They've got the uh, the the fruit on. It's like you know scorched. It's a, yeah, so uh, good. Charcoal or something. Yeah, she like, kills it. Not charcoal. That's not what it is. But it's it's not it's not that. But yeah, that, I don't want charcoal great. in my <laughs> drink. I'm no restaurant savant. It's like an ice cube. No, it's a piece of charcoal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a bad Christmas. Um, number four, Colton. Number four, I would go with the buffalo mac and cheese over at Edison's. Buffalo mac and cheese. It's hard to beat that. I, Very cheesy, and I think that they put some Frank's Red Hot, which I uh, love Frank's Red Hot. I mean, who doesn't? A bottle, you can get a bottle of that for two bucks. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. I got home the other night from drinking, and I may or may not have eaten an entire family-sized box of mac and cheese <laughs> by myself. It wasn't. It wasn't theirs. It was. It was craft. Number three. Um. Let's see here. Probably the uh, country fried steak, or no, it's beef tenderloin at the Class Act out in Kirkwood. The Class Act? Oh, is that the, uh, it's at the, the, the hotel? Hotel restaurant. I think it's there. the student-run restaurant over oh, there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was called the Class Act. I've been there. Yeah. It's amazing. It really was really good. good. I mean, they grow the salad, like, outside. Their gravy was phenomenal. Smothered. They had some eggs on it, and they had some hash. One and- of the best cocktails, too. They One of the students, I think it was, made, I'm, I'm forgetting his name, but he, like, it was his baby. He made this drink, and it was probably the best of the day. The, the sales this, guys were sold the on The sales it, guys were sold. <laughs> sold the sales it guys. It was this gin, fruity, fresh, blossom drink, and oh, it was scrumptious. That. that sounds amazing. Number two, Colton. Uh, probably the pad thai at Nara. Pad thai. So good. I am a slut for some pad thai. Everything <laughs> at that restaurant is just insane. So good. I love me some pad thai. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. Careful with the spice. Yeah. But delicious. Uh, it was. I went to Taste of India not too long ago, and I asked for like the spiciest one. She goes, are you sure? And I was like, yes, I'm sure. She comes out with the goggles on. Right. Yeah, she had gloves on while she served it to me. I was like, this isn't going to hurt me. But, you know, if you want to see how I deal with hot sauce, go watch Historically Inaccurate. I had a really bad trip the other day. We did a shot of Mad Dog 365, which is nice. 10 million Scoville. Yep. Dude, I was writhing, screaming, <laughs> screaming in that. pain, screaming. And Colton, your number one restaurant of the day on Cedar Rapids Restaurant Week. All right. It would be the uh, Taco Trio at La Cantina. La but Cantina takes your number one spot. More specifically, the shrimp taco. 
out of the Taco Trio. I have to try it then. But you can't eat it without the margarita flight either. Right, it's I saw mandatory. the flight. That flight, that flight was a rainbow of color too. Yes, it was. Oh, it looked delicious. I actually started getting really thirsty while looking at that. Okay, <laughs> so Colton's number one is the three taco, uh, the shrimp taco yeah. with the margarita flight at La Cantina. That's what we're going to take away from this. But I think we should probably get this list from you here, and we'll put it in our in our bio. Oh, I don't want to put it in the bio because then they can read it before they listen to it. I want it to be a surprise. Yeah, no, they got to listen for the reward. <laughs> okay, okay. And they got to go try it. <laughs> and they got to go try it to make sure you're not full of shit. Camden. Absolutely. Let's start with number five. My number five would have been the class act, the country fried beef tenderloin. At, the drink was number one. At class act, at got class it. Act. At the, at yeah. the uh, Kirkwood restaurant. Yep. So you guys share that in your top five, so it's it's a fact that that was really good. And again, Very good. I've been there before. It's They don't do it wrong at all. No. It's impossible to mess and up. And they had multiple specials. That was just the, the one that caught our eye. Wow. Interesting. I got to go check that out. Um, number four. Number four was uh, was Edison, the eatery, the Buffalo Mac, the you, salad, and the carrot cake. It you've was, been talking about Edison all, all episode. It was really good. That it carrot was, cake. The carrot cake was scrumptious. The, was good. the are, mac and cheese was super good, though. It was just too much for 21 meals in one day. Are they cheating by having a three-course meal? I don't think so. It's a special. You're right. You're, going, mm-hmm. you're doing one restaurant one day. You want three courses. That's true. That's tr- if, Unless you're doing it like you Exactly. Guys, <laughs> all right, what's your number three? Number three, um, and this was surprising to me. This was my first time eating there, I think, was Groundswell Cafe. Yes. Strawberry French toast. Matthew 25. Phenomenal. Yeah. And they've got a good mission. Exactly. Friends of the network. Super cool. Yep. Big friends of ours. Like, great guy. They were giving us banter. The whole time we were in there, yes, you, guys gonna gonna you guys are gonna get fat. You guys are gonna be fat, and it was awesome. Like they were messing with us, like you're crazy. Uh, yeah, you're be miserable. But they're like, great, and just to plug them really quick, they've got a, a system where you can pay it forward. Pay it so, forward. Your tip goes towards the next person. Exactly. So if there's Super someone who comes cool. in who doesn't necessarily have the funds to to be able to afford their meal that day, they can walk in and get a free meal because people are paying it forward on their meal. When you have the the means, yeah. Pay an extra dollar. I had no clue. Like that was the. I think it's the second time I've ever been there. I went there for an event once for a lunch for a fundraiser, but I didn't really eat. I didn't really look at it, and they caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, "What is this place?" I had no yep. clue what it was. Right across the street from Dash. Really good. NLP. Really yeah. good strawberry French toast. I highly recommend if you're looking. Strawberry for French toast. That's what you said. Okay. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. That was oh. really good. You can't get better than French no. toast. Holy with strawberries, shit. delicious oh and good banter. You love good banter. You love you go good banter, and you love paying it forward locally. Amen. Man, it, well, how how does it get any better than that? So, what's your number two? Number two was Chop House downtown. The last stop of the day. The last stop of the day, where we you bought cl- the cl- the cooks shots. Clean plate club. We had to finish it off. Um, they ran out of their mahi mahi special. Bummed out. They stepped up. Made a new special. I think it was like spaghetti vongole or something like that. It was what is like a, a white sauce with uh, mussels and clams. Oh, delicious! It was really good for being oh. the last restaurant. For the last the one, I was like, <laughs> right, I'm not eating pasta. I was like, make whatever you can for a special. That was their special for the day. It's like, oh boy, we we had to eat it all. It was delicious, and you finished it. Yeah, we did. Clean the plate. Bought some shots to celebrate. Yeah, you did. Laid on their floor. Went home, <laughs> right, right. Slept in bed for 20 hours the next day. And then number one on Camden's Restaurant Week. Yeah, number one. Uh, it was stop number four at 9 a.m. Had some meatloaf from Pub 217. The People meatloaf. People think I'm crazy you s- saying meatloaf 
But I'm telling you, it's it's not your mom's meatloaf. It is yeah. Pub Two One Seven meatloaf. I ju- it just stuck with me. They had some they had uh, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes but not, oh. not creamy, the chunky ones. Yes, the meatloaf, a good sauce, and then crispy onions that weren't crisp. Oh. They they just the perfect texture with some roasted carrots on the side. <laughs> that was my uh, that was my number one. Oh, it was it stuck with God. me all day. I didn't think meatloaf would do it, but they right. they Me- killed it. Meatloaf seemed like such a throwaway meal for like school cafeterias to do <laughs> in <laughs> exactly. the 90s. And it was so funny. They were super cool. Brian was hanging with us, the owner. Colton told right, the story right. about Brian's them not the knowing what they were going to awesome. do. He's not the taste guy. I mean, they, they were awesome. And, and he then still he, figured it out. Yeah. And, I mean, super cool. He They posted a photo of us. It had nothing to do with my ranking. They posted, and then he kind of set it up so restaurants were like, these are the guys. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Dude, there's a, a I, I think, I can't decide who's got the best French dip in town. It's either Pub 217 or um, Irish Democrat. French Another dip. Another great restaurant. All day. Irish Democrat is also a great local Blind restaurant. Blind Pig. Oh, yeah. What's that? Blind Pig. Blind Pig? That's great what French was that? dip. French dip. Oh, Blind Pig has a great French dip. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Um, I was like, wait, is that a is that a meal? That <laughs> Irish Democrat that I haven't had. Talk about you know cheese wontons are one of the most iconic foods locally at at Irish Democrat. Period. Absolutely. Holy crap, we've covered a lot today. Yeah. This. Thank you guys so much for sharing all this stuff. I hope you you know lose the last two pounds that you're trying to lose here, Camden. But honestly. Is there anything you want to make sure gets sent out into the world before you we end this podcast? Any advice you want to give to people locally on how they can be more invested in local? Um, maybe a way that, you know, they don't have to drop $1,000 to support local in a day. You can do that by going to one of these places. Um, how would you recommend somebody get started by doing something like this? Just going to the website? Economic Alliance, they, they pushed out a ton of great content. They are, I mean, they've got list of the specials online, the punch card incentive. I mean, go to five. Right. You can spend $100 over the next few days and get in the drawing maybe win a gift card, and it all goes back to the local community. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, a, it's not to be cliche, but it's, it's a good cause. I mean, these restaurants have been through a lot. It, it's cool to go out there, and it's really good food. Right. As we said, nothing was bad. So, it sounds like you're getting fed in more than one way. You know, you're, you're feeding your stomach, but you're also feeding your morality, Absolutely. and and you know you're you're getting good karma points from doing this. You know, and all that money stays here. It's not you're not sending that to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you know, he's not building the big penis rocket with that money. That money stays here in Cedar Rapids, and that's what's awesome about it. Yeah. So, you guys, thanks so much for being such great proponents of local and and having the biggest stomachs in the world, apparently, <laughs> because you really have motivated me to support local in a little bit of a different way and, and want to put my money where my mouth is, too. Um, this week, it goes until February 27th. goes until this Sunday, if you're hearing this episode, the, the week it dropped. Um, um, if you're hearing it a week after it drops, next year be on the lookout for Camden and Colton because you guys are coming back with a vengeance. More restaurants, more people. We're blowing this up. Hopefully, Hopefully more we money. We challenged the Economic Alliance to get more restaurants. You we did. challenged the restaurants to get the best special for uh, We'll make it for a competition. <laughs> That's a, such a fun competition, though. It's like, The look, challenge we, we, just goes round and round. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody likes a little friendly competition. I know I do. So, um, Well, will you guys stick around for the post show? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go over there. That's going to be exclusive for our LAS Plus subscribers. So if you are subscribed to LAS Plus, by the way, if you need to do that, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. 
then we're going to talk to you in just a couple minutes to finish up our conversation with Camden and Colton. But otherwise, I'll see you next Wednesday. This has been One Word Stories, the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. I have been your host, Alex Schulte. I have been joined by Colton Storla, Camden Stovey of CS Squared. Yes, we coined oh, that term today. Which, by the way, oh, I have to tell you this. It's CS2, CS squared, is a chemical. It's oh. an actual thing. What? I had to look it up. What's the chemical? <laughs> uh, carbon disulfide. It's used in rubber and cellophane and that stuff. Oh, man. You we guys have got- a rubber stomach. Yeah. You do. It oh. expands. And we were burning rubber to get to those restaurants. Yeah, you were. <laughs> but legally, you were never breaking the we speed We were limit. speeding. You were not speeding. Is what you meant to I say. I said we weren't speeding. That's what I heard. <laughs> I said we weren't speeding. Oh, I, I heard we were speeding. We, we weren't speeding. <laughs> it's like you're damning yourself. <laughs> no. Um, what did you say? Carbon what am I saying? Carbon disulfide. Carbon disulfide. Rubber. Rubber. I can't wait for your album, <laughs> your band name. Hi, we're carbon disulfide. Thanks so much, guys, for saying yes to this, and thanks for comp- supporting local as much as you do. Um, yes, like I said, stay with us if you're an LAS Plus supporter. If not, don't worry about it. You can join us still next week. Wednesdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you found this one. Um, And remember, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com and look at all the other amazing shows we have going on. There's a lot of really cool stuff. And if you have an idea of a guest that you think should be on One Word Stories, let me know. Send me an email, alex at lasgroup.net. That's all I have. Is there anything else you guys need to plug before I get out of here? Where can we find you? you? Plug your Instagrams. Uh, I am Colton Storla 28. Great. Underscore CMDN underscore. Fantastic. And those will also both be in the bio. So if you don't, if you didn't catch that, just scroll down a little bit and go follow these guys. Because my uh, tagline is uh, food, travel, and more food. (laughs) (laughs) Let's leave it on that. (laughs) Food, travel, and more food. Yo, listener, last question for you. What's your word? Mango Mustache Media.